1: Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is a semi-weekly progressive political and atheist-filled podcast based in the state where prescription drug usage is off the charts and common, but having a fifth in the fridge is cause for people to worry. This is episode number 113. If you're a new listener and you have no idea what you just downloaded, let me put your mind at ease. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week for the episode is Felicia and Wizzle. Hello! We do have uh, a couple of segments that we're going to share with you guys uh, this week where we had a few hours with uh, Andrew Torres from uh, Opening Arguments podcast and among many other podcasts because he is like the godfather law person. He's like, yeah, he's he's the lawyer for many, many, many podcasting entities out there, especially in the skeptic atheist world. So anyway, uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff for you guys to consume this week, but before we do so, uh, let's let Felicia and I catch you guys up to what we've been up to for the week. It's been two weeks since we had Felicia on here. So what have you been up to, lady?
2: Oh, I celebrated my twenty-eighth birthday. And I made zero plans and it was amazing. So um went and did yoga in the mountains with my mom, got some brunch. Uh William brought Donnie up to the mountains, and uh we're in uh warrior ones and your arms are straight up and you're in a balanced lunge right Mm -hmm. and uh, Donnie and William walk by and Donnie goes hi Felicia it was so cute it was so cute (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and um, so that was a lot of fun we got brunch and then I had a friend uh, a couple of friends uh, her mom is a super duper rich lady here in utah (laughs) and she invited me over to her mom's house they were out of town they're apparently always out of town and uh house is an understatement it's a mansion i mean it's a (laughs) mansion they have a tunnel through their basement to the beach house or the pool house holy shit (laughs) and the pool they invited me over to go swimming in the pool with uh, William and the kiddo, and we did. And the pool is entirely fresh water. They just have a crazy good filtration system.
3: Hmm. So it didn't
2: destroy my skin. Uh, they have sections of their yard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful. And then she walked us through the house and showed us their art collection. They have a genuine Renaissance sketch. Wow. Yeah, I spotted it as soon as I saw it. I was like, that's renaissance. Like, <laughs> oh, it was glorious. So that was, uh, and then uh, William bought me a PS4, an Uncharted 4, for my birthday. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I, that was very generous. Um, <laughs> uh, and then William also, uh, the, the day after the swimming and everything, uh, took me to a really nice dinner at the Paris Bistro. And I got the most incredible, incredible duck dish. I was, I my first bite, it was so good. I was shocked. I stopped and looked at the plate, like, uh. like,
3: <laughs> so good. So, it's
1: amazing how uh, good food does that. You're like, Get the yeah. fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> and my and then uh, my dad then uh, the next day took me to Indian food for lunch for my birthday. And he bought me scratch-offs, and I didn't win anything. Uh, he also got me a gift. Yeah, but he also <laughs> got me some scratch-offs. And I didn't win anything. Uh, but I, it was awesome. I didn't plan shit, and it was just the best birthday I could have asked for. It was amazing. It was so great. That's what I've been up to. Well, that
1: That's <laughs> fun. Fuck, I, I just dealt with some sort of weird sinus thing that came and went within a week. <laughs> like, wow. came, it came in, like, really hard, and I had all the drippy nose and blowing my nose and all that shit. And I'm couldn't taste anything for like four days and you want to know what a personal hell is for me being a foodie like making yeah. it so i can't taste anything
2: i know that's like my least favorite thing i'm like oh, what? i have no
1: sensation food. i have no joy
3: <laughs> what is life without
1: food <laughs> <laughs> like i can't taste the meat i can't taste anything it's it's depressing it's it is. it's just flavorless paste you mash around in your mouth and you're like oh oh, that was wonderful whatever (laughs) it's just uh, more salt i guess yeah (laughs) let me put spice on it so at least i feel something (laughs) (laughs) i'm dead inside (laughs) you have no idea how often i say that to myself every week (laughs) all right let's go ahead and take a quick break and hear from one of our podcasting buddies and we'll be right back
0: The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic, or follow my Twitter at hardcore skeptic.
1: This one comes to us from Hemet Meta at the uh, the Pathos blog, and uh, he says the long local nightmare is over, after doing just about everything that they could to get out of it, including nearly losing a tax rebate worth more than eighteen million. You might recall me and Kyle talked about that last week, where Ken Ham sold his property to his nonprofit for, I think it was ten dollars, in in a bid to try to not have to pay the safety fee that was coming up, which would have been I think about seven hundred thousand, and if he would have. If his ticket sales are to be true, it would only be about 50 cents a ticket. But I think it's not true. Anyway, he was, uh, he, he's finally agreed to pay the safety fee and he's gone back to having it it being a corporation. So, oh, they will have to pay the safety fee and they're still going to get their $18 million worth of tax rebates. That's if they sell enough to actually get $18 million back. I don't think they will, but that's that's neither here nor there. So, the safety fee was never never anything more than fifty cents per ticket surcharge paid for visitors that uh funds police cars and fire trucks
2: and they've had to actually i think i heard this on opening args um that they actually had to hire like fire staff and police and a police officer because of this goddamn art park
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah so um so here's here's the situation right like um Ken Ham wants to build uh, what he is described as a for profit uh, amusement park that is designed to showing this feasibility study that like an 800 year old guy could build a boat and stick all the animals on it. Right. Um, And, uh, (laughs) and what he did and look like the first part of this is normal, right? Which is to say uh, when you build a thing, you go to the locality in which you're located and you say, I'm going to build a thing here and um, give me all the tax breaks you can so that I build this thing here. Because if not, I'm going to go a county over and build the thing there. And that's going to cause you know local benefits to that economy of you know, hiring the workers necessary to build the thing. Plus that's the ultimate destination, you know, what? whatever. And, and restaurants so restaurants and hotels. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and supposedly. Yeah. And, 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 uh, so that part is, um, it, it, like it's a messed up aspect of, of local government law, uh, but it at least is, uh, a, a non, political nonpartisan non religious right like everybody yeah. does it, right like
3: when right, you right. when
0: you build a thing you go in and you get your local tax breaks um but but the key part of this story is um the the, the vacillating back and forth right so uh, initially <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: kenham says okay i'm building the thing and kentucky says are you sure you're building a thing? Cause it kind of sounds like you're building a church and Ken Ham says, no, 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 absolutely. Like this is going to be an amusement park and we're going to have,
1: you know,
0: rides and pancakes and, you know, all Petting sorts of fantastic and, stuff. And, you know, and don't forget the dioramas,
1: the dioramas, right.
0: <laughs> and he, oh, the dioramas. he commissions a study uh, by a friend of Ken Ham's uh, to project the amount of attendance that's going to come into this thing. And, <laughs> the guy who does the study projects him at, I believe uh, the ninth largest for-profit attraction in the United States. Right. So, so <laughs> give God. him, give him at least credit that like, he didn't hire the guy that was like, Oh yeah, no families are going to sit together and be like, well, I could go to Disneyland, but like, fuck that. I want to see the inside of a boat. Right. Like, no, you <laughs> know. So at least he was like, he was behind, you know, Disney world, Disneyland, but then was like the average of like six flags, right? Like the, the like yeah. dozen six flags location. And like, you know, like I'm not a big roller coaster rider or whatever, but like I, I gotta think like when the family is getting together and being like, hmm, should we go to, you know, the wet and wild water park of doom with 12, you know, <laughs> thirty foot high water slides? Or or family, we could go see the inside of a boat. Yeah, come well, on. We inside seen- of a boat. Um, Here in
2: Utah, we actually have like an amusement park here with roller coasters and and a water park park (laughs) and water park inside it. And it costs as much to go to that as it does this goddamn arc park. It
0: costs $40 (laughs) a ticket. It costs $40 a ticket to go to that. That's four. That's, that's more
1: the no, that's a day long, a day long passport for what what is called Lagoon. It's like the the local destination. It's it's a it's a yeah. local Six Flags. Is pretty much what it is. Yeah, and it's like thirty eight, I think, right now for an adult. Yeah, how yeah, many how many, cool. how many water slides are there? Uh, five or six, I think, Sweet. if not more. I, wait, no, there's four and specifically body slides river. and lazy. Oh, river lazy,
0: lazy! I love. Can I can I take my beer into the lazy? Yes, yes, you, know, no, yes, you oh, can. Good. You
1: can bring your alcohol into this park, which is really weird for Utah standards.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i it, I, I, I was thinking
2: that
0: i was thinking i would be able to buy there and then i'm like oh wait no utah so maybe not <laughs> uh but no if i could if i can sit in a lazy river with a beer right mm-hmm. that's doubly that's twice the lazy oh, um, <laughs> that's, so. that's that's
2: uh that's prime lazy is what right. that is
1: there yeah, is I a there's all an over actual that. group i joined on facebook where they call themselves i think it's like the salt lake beer goonies or something like that where it's a bunch of grown man babies that go to Lagoon with like ice chests full of beer and just ride rides all day. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like that's pretty yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, I don't, I don't, and like, uh, and this place oh, wow.
2: like they do they do Halloween things and like and the Ark Park, the Ark Park
1: has no booze.
2: <laughs> has no booze, and they have got a petting zoo. Ooh. and dioramas
0: <laughs> for
2: forty bucks.
0: They also have a zip line, which I will point out. My accountant has in his backyard. So, <laughs> but, and I'm not making oh, that. Up. That is uh, that is that is Tony D of uh, uh scathing atheist fame. <laughs> hey, Tony D. Yeah.
1: I can't yeah. do a good accent.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm Tony D. Uh, uh, Tony I'm Tony D. D. Seriously, that's a pretty good Tony D. Uh
1: <laughs> but
0: he he seriously legitimately has a zip line in the back of his uh house. Um so uh yeah, right. So of course, their initial projection I want to say was like 9 million tickets, right? But like they were going to, you know, again be the the ninth largest attraction in the United States. Yeah. Uh they not that, right? Who's and, going
2: to that place though? And that's that's really like middle Middle America,
1: really? Yeah. I really? I i would rather drive a little bit further and go to like Schlitterbahn. You know, it'd be oh for hint, hell's like sake, like dozens of hours more, but still. <laughs> I, I I don't think you're the intended audience. I'm
0: just no. going way well, up in the well.
1: Well, I I would like to go there and go on the zip line and say just scream out loud. I'm going straight to hell <laughs> across <laughs> the whole park. <laughs> I'm not
2: wearing any pants. <laughs> Pissed uh, off a bunch of Mormons today and something like that i was out on a hike with my mom my sister and my aunt and we're all a bunch of raging feminists
3: <laughs> and so we got into
2: <laughs> we got into like a very loud feminist discussion on a trailhead here in utah a very popular one that was filled with mormons <laughs> oh i said quite loudly purity culture is bullshit
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well Security culture is bullshit so good it good is on you. bullshit well we can't wait for uh, Kyle to get back next week because currently he's off Um, he's off at a an atheist campout out with a campsite that butts up next to where the they're camping right next to one of the largest polygamous cults in, in, in like Salt Lake County <laughs> so, yes, they are. <laughs> they're sharing a campsite it's amazing I can't wait to hear that story anyway back to Ken Ham so Yay, he he, he so, projected yeah, so, he projected right. all these ticket sales right. and it and came, and
0: sh- and got all this tax benefits and shockingly uh nowhere near the actual projections. Yeah. So the uh Kentucky state legislature passed a tax uh on public amusements of 50 cents per ticket, yeah. right? To to make up for the shortfall. And again, remember, this is Kentucky, right? Like we're not this is not Massachusetts, right? Like <laughs> this is a state in which uh proposing a tax is equivalent to like uh you know so
2: an uh, abortion.
0: right exactly <laughs> that is exactly what it what it is like uh, but but there's testimony on the record from uh one of the state legislators that was like that's why I know it's forty bucks a ticket to get into the art park because uh one of the state legislators was like look they're charging forty bucks to get into this thing like it 50 cents isn't gonna kill them. Right. Yeah. Which is true. Fifty cents is <laughs> no it's not
1: gonna that's kill such them. a ridiculous amount of money for what they have so they, to offer.
0: So they pass this surcharge to cover like the fact that um you know you you're, you're uh, the the downside of bringing in a new attraction to a tiny little uh town in Kentucky is you have to increase the police fire security presence um and and the 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 uh, ticket sales were, were not doing that so they pass this tax they send a letter to Kenham uh and say hey look Here's the tax. And Ken Ham writes back and says, Oh, new, we're a church. And then they write back and are like, <laughs> Do you remember the like 900 documents you signed that said you were a for profit uh, amusement park and not a church? And in the span in between sending that first and second letter was when they arranged the below market sale of uh, $10. The uh, land, right? The land on which the ARC park sits to uh I think it's Crossroads Ministries for $10. Yeah. And uh and and then and that was what we tackled on the show was uh is that a fraudulent conveyance? Spoiler, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um and then uh within 2 days uh the relevant commission I I talked about this on the show, uh the relevant commission suspended the tax breaks uh pending an investigation and 2 days after that they undid the sale and then ken am posted this he wrote a, a letter to like the lexington herald leader whatever that they're, they're still newspapers in kentucky uh and posted it on his <laughs> website uh, that said no we were always willing we already said we were willing to pay the tax like this isn't at all about paying the tax pay no attention to the man behind the curtain um and uh <laughs> and and uh as I pointed out on the show and, and we'll point out here, um, Kentucky's attorney general is a separately elected position. And Kentucky's attorney general is a Democrat, Matt Beshear. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you have listeners who live in Kentucky uh, or who routinely write to, to public figures, uh, write to Kentucky attorney general, Matt Bashir and ask him. Uh, are you planning to bring fraud charges against and it is, the official name of the project is the arc encounter project LLC uh, or call his office uh but but don't send an email emails like emails are worthless when it comes to political stuff uh letters and phone calls mean a lot if you're if you're active in the political system uh they and are, yeah. uh and, and and tell this guy like hey look like dude a lot of people have made their careers on uh, making fraud prosecutions. Um, you know, you're the attorney general. This would be a good way to to get some ah uh, some statewide and some some nationwide coverage and uh, and bring some money back into the coffers of the, the state of Kentucky because as i as I pointed out on the show, like this is like, look, it's hard to prove fraud because one of the things you have to do is you have to prove that somebody said something that they knew was false at the time that they said it to you. Right, yeah, But one of the easiest ways to prove that somebody knew something was false is when they say X and not X within a short period of time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. like, <laughs> it, yeah, it's gotta be one of those. <laughs> so you can do, you know, as I, as I uh, said on the show, like you can do the, like the classic lawyer question of, so, you know, you said you filed this document on, you know, April 13th, uh, 2013, that said you were a for-profit uh, uh, amusement park. Is that correct? Yes. And and so your position, Mr. Ham, is that you are operating a for-profit uh, amusement park accessible to the public. Yes, yes, it is. Okay. So a month later, you filed this document that said you were a, a church, private a ministry. charitable ministry of a church. Yeah. So which is it, Mr. Ham? Were you <laughs> then or are you lying now <laughs> right <laughs> and the, that's a super easy do, mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. It's delicious. Mm-hmm.
0: and there's no there's not a good answer to that right like he's got to <laughs> no. pick a time no, when for when he was lying so
1: God, um, that's, that's got to feel good when you're the person in the courtroom being able to say that shit to them <laughs> that's got to feel amazing if you're like
0: and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pulling that one out because I'm the best lawyer in the universe. I mean, I am, uh, <laughs> but, but, but any lawyer kind of like that is textbook impeachment of when somebody contradicts himself that you just sort of pull out the like, yeah, so lying <laughs> then lying now, which, you know, which one, was which one is right.
3: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. um, That's yummy. That's so the, yummy. He- the interesting thing it's is, really is easy. that Kinham was claiming that it was uh, too much of an onerous thing that he would have to pay this amount of money because it says that he was placing the bulk of the burden on the attraction. Considering that he's the only attraction in that town, wouldn't you think maybe you, you would be paying the bulk of it? I mean, you're, you're not going to exactly need the
3: safety the from... attraction.
1: Yeah. He, he placed the, one,
2: the attraction that you,
1: and he's mad that there's no cap on the money because like he he tried to say okay i'll pay 300,000 and they said no 700 he's like okay 500,000 no 700,000 they're like well now (laughs) okay we're back to being a ministry and that's when the whole bullshit started so uh ken Hamas said we've done the best that we can but we'll just revert to the original situation and move on
0: (laughs) and and please do not bring fraud charges please don't sue me but (laughs) that's (laughs) what that's what that means his lawyers look, look like that that is the
2: equivalent of like your shitty boyfriend being like now i know i called you a cunt but <laughs> it was just that time can we just move on
0: alicia i, I thought we weren't gonna air this was Come on. Kind of funny.
1: <laughs> cunt. and so the the town's mayor which god people that live in this town vote him out get rid of these people your city councilmen and whoever else is the city council people i should say but rick skinner has said that he is glad to see the situations resolved and that the two institutions were able to avoid a potential lawsuit so he's already ruling it out as the mayor he's like oh i'm glad Whew, man i'm glad we got past the fact that we could that's make
2: because that mayor that does not does not want to have his name on suing a church
0: yeah that's that, what that, it that's is. exactly right but look Fortunately, there are state and federal bonds that are at issue here. So, yeah. um, so uh, you know, Mayor Puffin stuff there doesn't get to be <laughs> the, the, final, uh, the final authority on, on what to do.
3: Like says, our
2: two listeners in Kentucky, it's on yeah. you.
3: There's two of you.
2: You don't get to put it on anyone else. Nobody else is calling. You guys and gal or gal, gals. I don't know.
1: So he said that I'm okay. glad we can reach an agreement that benefits both the city and the arc no, that ARC is not there for you to benefit them as a city. That ARC should be thankful that you guys bent over backwards to get them there. And he says, I think the safety assessment fee will do that. Both the ark and the city are going to be around for a long time. No, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. that ark is going to be around for that long. No.
0: Do you, do you yeah, have, so. in Maryland, we have a, uh, a beloved uh, local children's park uh, that closed, down, I mean, li- literally it closed down like 20 years ago, but people still remember the enchanted forest, right? Like, yeah. and it was just one of these like, you know, crappy little things that had like some teacup rides and, you know, puppets and whatever. And, um, and it, it was in operation for like seven years. Uh, and then they sold the, the, the rides off to a, uh, a farm and, you know, some, uh, look, like my point is, littering the landscape of this country are hundreds of defunct uh public mm-hmm. attractions
1: that shania were, Twain you know world
2: was blown up shania, shania twain world that's it was a real one
1: Man, uh, not, not, it was a real one let's not forget jim uh, baker's amazing park that that caved oh, yeah. in
2: <laughs> so actually andrew i live not i i live half a block away from a public park in salt lake which is actually really liberal salt lake is uh-huh. um and it is—they've uh, got rides there. There is an aviary called Tracy Aviary. They've got a bunch of exotic birds. Birds, um, y'all. Yeah, birds, y'all. Uh, <laughs> beautiful birds. They're great. I actually love the aviary. I got to hold one of them the last time I went. Um, and that—and and, that and it's really inexpensive to go. It's uh, twelve bucks in the summer and five bucks in their off season. Okay, but it's open all year. They've got rides. They've got uh, a, They've got a miniature water feature that kids can play in. That's all the canyons from Salt Lake, from the Utah's mountains coming down into like a little stream. It's really cute. They, are, are you asking
0: me out? Because you know, yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll go. It's okay.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, it's amazing because this dumb little public park. I mean, it's not dumb. It's actually quite a nice park. There's yeah, a lake. That no, sounds you great. Can, Are you kidding? You can me? go paddleboarding on the lake. It's great. It's a yeah. great little park. I'm there. And yeah, you can smuggle
1: in alcohol, right?
2: Oh, it's it's um public. So we
1: well, we've, we've got that down to a science in the state good. smuggling yeah. in alcohol. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We can smuggle in
2: alcohol. Yeah. So, right. but I mean, it's like it's so funny because yeah, there's these terrible amusement parks that just litter the United States, and here in Utah, it's like no, we got. Free shit like <laughs> like they've got these amazing playgrounds with musical instruments that the kids can like they're giant things that reverberate at different frequencies it's it's oh. a delight like
1: that's would, that's, would, that's, that's like, utah so, for you so let, we the, like word our let, parks. let the word <laughs> go
0: out don't go to the ark go to utah play with the aviary and and use yeah. the like giant the uh, musical instrument thing and i'm totally with exactly. you and,
1: and the amazing local booze that we got so we have I'm, fantastic local booze Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true, we record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month, uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level, where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum, instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash outcasts for more information. All right. Uh, the Salt Lake Trib, the Tribune for those people that are not in the state, uh, came out with an article saying that one of these three things could happen with the... With the 3.2 beers going away, like the, bre- yeah, the, big, brewers, the big brewers, the big brew, they're going to fuck it up. You know, they're, yeah. they're gonna, they'll take the three options and be like, OK, what's the worst that we could do to drinkers in the state? Anyway, yeah. uh, let's see. There are two large national brewing companies have answered the most pressing question in Utah's beer drinking culture. Yes, the 3.2 beer selection will dwindle when Oklahoma, Colorado and Kansas start allowing stronger beers in grocery stores. And this comes from Anson Fredericks, recent regional vice president for Anheuser-Busch. go jump off a short dock, Destroying craft brews, you fucking... I hate Anheuser-Busch mm-hmm. so much. I hate them. Uh, we will not be able to produce certain 3-2 brands and package configurations as demand declines due to actions taken in those states. Uh, in an email, he said this to him. He's like, therefore, it will not be feasible to offer the full portfolio of beers that we currently offer Utah consumers. And so that's like okay, uh, Bud Light's gonna remain because they're always garbage beer, and but like regular Budweiser, not gonna be able to sell that in the stores. Like Tecate, I think is another Ambev. I think there's there are oh like literally, literally, They're leaving us
2: with nothing.
1: They're leaving us with all of the good local beers, but local beers are like, well, why can't we make our good stuff sold on the shelves instead of our bullshit three two?
2: Well and and there's like there's a lot of like gas stations and stuff that don't carry good local stuff. Trust me, I've
1: tried. The uh I'm I'm happy that my local Maverick has a has a good selection. Whoever stocks the beer there knows what beer drinkers like because they've got the usual shit, but then they've got like a lot of really good stuff. Like I actually was able to pick up gose there, but I'm like, "Yes! Yes! <laughs> like somebody <laughs> has a palate here. Thank you." So, with them uh, drawing down on the 3-2 stuff, Utah now has three choices. Keep the current 3.2 beer uh, in place and hope that small and mid-sized breweries can pick up the slack. No thanks. Uh, make a slight bump in the permissible alcohol level for grocery stores from 3.2 to 4.8, which people in the state would That's... not know how to deal with that. If it was like 5%, <laughs> they would be. My brother got married to his wife. And my dad bought all the beer from the base for everybody to have to have their uh, the drinks before the wedding started. And literally all the groomsmen and bridesmaids were completely shit hammered before like the wedding even started because they were so used to slamming like three, two beers that when they had like a six. Oh. they got fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was so. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah oh. I. I. I...
2: I've, I've had that experience where I'm like, I only had two. Oh, that's right. Oh, Those are, <laughs>
1: these are real beers. And it's sad that like, like one of the most sold beers at the liquor store is fucking ice house because it's like the, it's, it's cause it's garbage beer, but it's cheap and it's high point. So it's like, why don't you just buy a whole bunch of Mickey I hate just Mickey's. Buy Sorry, liquor, I hate just, just... just buy booze. <laughs> if
2: Mickey's does have their little riddles in the cap.
1: Yeah. All right, let's see. And the third option that they're going to offer is allow beer of any strength, not just 3-2 to be sold in the grocery stores, and family. as well as at taps at bars and restaurants. Because right now, they're limited at bars and restaurants to be 3-2 as well.
2: In honor, of, <laughs> uh, in honor of Andrew Torres being on, I am going to do an Andrew Takes the Bar Exam, or a Thomas Takes the Bar Exam elimination of two options <laughs> and that is the second two they're definitely going to keep the three two and just fuck over everyone
1: yep and so the thing is is like utah brewers are trying to make a case for option three like why not give us a chance to sell beer at any level and let the consumer decide said the ceo of Uinta. To... have you not uh, been here long enough sir <laughs>
2: yeah they don't they don't like people to make choices here
1: they don't like you to be an adult and enjoy your alcohols they don't want you to be able to do that kind of thing because it's bad for you and we're going to decide what's bad we no, you is can't it bad do that can you send a shot through the internet that'd be wonderful thank you that'd be nice <laughs> let's get the replicator technology done so i don't have to worry about this yeah, shit anymore. No kidding. <laughs> so anyway that's about all i wanted to bring up about that is that we're we're pretty sure that the Utah legislature is just going to fuck over everybody on this one. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. one of those local a uh, little bit of interest stories like the majority of beer more than 94% uh which in 94% is 32.4 million gallons of beer. a lot of beer. <laughs> and it's it's inefficient too cuz it's all free too because it's sold in grocery stores and convenience stores. Like even a slight change would be nice if they allowed at least 5% would be great, you know, because at least yeah, that, that's that would important. at least be something instead of me having to have. Like three or four, like of the tall boy paps before you feel anything, it's like, ugh. like the reason I drink is not only to like to get the buzz, but it's also to enjoy the drink. And if I have to go pee every three minutes, it's not me enjoying it. First. Ugh. Anyway,
2: yeah, I can't I can't do local beer anymore. Because it just makes me feel full, and then it's like, it doesn't taste as good. It's just, it's all a mess. It's all a mess.
1: I just hope for the day where I can actually go to, like, my local gas station, just down the road, and be able to buy uh, Hop Rising. Or, you know, what's the, uh, what's the one with the the Devastator? Devastator? Yeah. just You know, something tough. Something a little bit more, and I don't want to say manly, I just want to say something that has more hair on its chest. Let's just say it that way. (laughs)
2: and i don't like either of those beers so that's fine
1: i love my i i i found that if you bring like super hoppy beers to like events people tend to not drink those so it's like its own defense system
2: (laughs) i and i won't i won't drink hoppy beers i'm like "Mm, i don't even like
1: it (laughs) drink those and like just no one else is gonna leave their fucking miller for you oh my god miller uh so bad life is too short people to drink shitty beer please stop doing that and Utah legislature you're not gonna but we beg you beg you to allow it to let us have some strong beers for once
2: god damn it my freedoms
1: more freedom we don't care where you catch the show whether it be iTunes Overcast iHeartRadio Stitcher Spreaker or hell even YouTube if you enjoy the show even the slightest amount all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe like or share us with your friends without word of mouth we'd have never become the show that we are today all right it is the trump roundup for week 27 and uh it's the why aren't the republicans i helped getting elect getting elected not defending me <laughs> edition of trump roundup it's like I, I try not to focus on his tweets too much because he in- it purposely puts a lot of this shit out there it's not like he's playing chess he's he's really this stupid but the thing is a lot of the stuff he puts out there, he does it because he's getting, the, uh, uh, he's fanning the flames of his base where they're going like, yeah, piss off them liberals. But now he's eating his own because <laughs> he's, he said, why aren't people defending me that I helped get elected on the, on the back of me getting elected? Like, I got these people elected and they're not defending me. It's like, you do realize that in a representative government, you're not the king you're not he does not he does not realize that and he he's been making overt threats like to murkowski about how i'm going to cut off funding for alaska if you don't flip around and fly right it's like
4: you Mm -hmm. can't
1: do that like that is not your purview that's not your job as the president to shit on the entire state of alaska because their elected official did their bidding i don't understand this man all right. He also said some really stupid shit when the uh, when the Lebanese uh, uh, prime minister was he a prime minister. Yeah. Came for a visit this week where he was talking about Hezbollah among militant terrorists. He praised the government of Lebanon for fighting, uh, saying during a Rose Garden remarks on Tuesday that the tiny East nation was on the front lines of a shared battle against extremism. And the only problem with that is that Hezbollah is a political partner of that prime minister standing next to Trump. Wow. He has no idea uh, what he's talking about.
2: <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't give a fuck. So somebody he, mentioned Hezbollah in a in a thing and he was like, "Oh, those are bad guys, right?" Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Hezbollah uh, is fighting against the Islamic State in Syria on behalf of Bashar al-Assad. But Lebanon is not fighting Hezbollah. So I think Trump was a bit confused about that, you know because <laughs> he, he said confused. he said here he, he said uh, here that
2: man he's sharp as sharp as a rock
1: lebanon is on the front lines of the fight against isis al-qaeda and hezbollah against isis al-qaeda and hezbollah is fighting against isis and same no, thing but same thing Muslim. with al-qaeda too you know al-qaeda is fighting against isis as well <laughs> like there's not just you it's know
2: almost like this is a really complex geopolitical issue in which Proxy different war tribes <laughs> are fighting for resources and dominance, <laughs> almost like a feudal system.
1: Hmm. Amazing. Hmm.
2: Huh? Hmm. When you
1: have a small bunch of haves telling the have-nots how it's going to be, that, that, that's essentially us descending back into feudalism. But anyway, what's the next that we have here? Oh, hey, how about the, uh, the speech that he made on Long Island? Uh he made some uh highlights of violence from the m s thirteen gang uh to push yeah, Congress for immigration
2: really terrible,
1: but also during his speech that he made there, um he pretty much told the police like uh yeah, go ahead and to be, be violent, yeah, be brutal to the people yeah, that to- you arrest, you know, don't put the hand yeah. on the head when they're trying to put them in the car. Why don't we just go ahead and slam more perps against concrete walls when they're handcuffed and you know defenseless against stuff let's Let's go ahead and rough ride more Freddie Grays across the country. Let, let's just go ahead and keep killing people that have done nothing wrong.
2: Innocent until proven guilty does not exist in this man's mind.
1: Not with the world that he wants it to be. God damn it. Uh, let's see. Uh, there is a federal court that's ruled that public officials can't block social media users. So all of you people that have been like blocked by Trump, you might get unblocked here pretty soon. Uh, he made a really fucked up statement uh, by saying something along the lines of, and I'm not quoting here, we as a nation don't worship government, we worship God. Trump, yeah. you have no idea who the fuck, what the fuck God is. You
2: don't, you don't even know your own, you don't have a theology. No. You don't go to fucking church. You've even said multiple times that you don't pray.
1: Two Corinthians. So
2: fuck off. <laughs>
1: two corinthians walk into a bar that's what it sounds like it sounds like the bad setup of a joke so fuck right off sir uh he hired anthony scaramucci as this new communications director which kicked this
2: fucking piece of work
1: (laughs) oh man this caught this was the thing that made sean spicer quit this was the thing
2: so Sean Spicer actually had a great reputation before Trump. Turns out,
1: yeah, he wasn't. A he piece actually of was shit. a very level-headed
2: <laughs> individual.
1: It takes it a special weird. person to to be the uh, <laughs> to be the Easter Bunny. <laughs> it takes a very special person to want to do that job. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh man.
2: Okay, so you guys know how we fucking talk on this show. Yeah. Um you, you know, have to use constantly. so many
1: expletives? Like everybody always says that yes. to us. I'm like, yes, we fucking do.
2: <laughs> yes, we fucking do. Um, it might shock you, but in the course of my job, in which I'm paid, I don't swear like this.
1: Mm-hmm. Mine as well. I have to be pretty straight-laced at work.
2: <laughs> I can get away with a damn on the phone a hell
1: a crap you know stuff like that but it's mostly coded words it's not i can't use fuck shit cock piss ass you know i can't use a lot of these words
2: (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't roll out a good fuck no uh i can with my coworkers. (sighs)
1: but however the scaramucci (laughs) guy though he went on the air and on the record in a the newspaper of record
2: he was. He knew he was on the record. And he. he knew the him.
1: funny thing is, he came back and said, "Well, that's the last time I trust a reporter." You called him, <laughs> sir, Scaramucci. <laughs> you called him for an interview. He didn't like reach out to you for shit. You called him about this, and so he was said something along the lines of, "I'm not like Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own cock.
0: My own cock." <laughs>
1: the, the paper of record had to publish that. And then you have all these TV hosts, radio hosts, everybody trying to explain this to the people of the world about why everybody's talking about it, and they can't even use the right language. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, it's, it's bizarre. its It doesn't make any fucking sense. What is going on?
1: How this is normalized so fast. How? <laughs> all right. So let's see. Scaramucci made some shitty comments about how Priebus was... Uh, Frank's Priebus was uh leaking information from the White House to the press and everything, which Priebus says he
2: paranoiac.
1: wasn't. Yeah. He he shortened he made a portmanteau of paranoid and uh what was it? the uh dilute, schizophrenic. Not, Yeah, schizophrenic. Uh, and he made like a paranoid out of it. I'm like, no, that doesn't work. It doesn't
2: even work. It didn't even work. If it you you work. should
1: say you should say schizonoid. Makes it works better. It rolls off the tongue better. Uh anyway. The, he, uh, Priebus is out. So John Kelly's going to be moving over from Department of Homeland Security to take that job. And that leaves a vacancy Chief at for DHS. Staff. That Yeah, for the Chief of Staff. So that leaves a vacancy at DHS. And guess who, uh, is being touted as the person that's going to take that over? No. Beauregard. They're planning on shuffling Beauregard over to that, leaving a vacancy in what? the AG, which would lead to whoever he puts in there firing Mueller from being in the investigator so <laughs> he better not do uh, that he really better fucking not do that
3: <laughs> we can we take a case
2: at that point
1: i i think we i i mean even lindsey graham is you know, not the biggest fan of trump but he said that would be the beginning of the end for president trump it's like no he's had many chances already where they would have ended his political career
3: oh
2: i'm anyway. sorry I'm sorry, grab him by the pussy wasn't the beginning of
3: the end for you <laughs>
1: motherfuckers. Uh let's see, what else did he do this week? He had he proclaimed that he had the complete power to pardon anyone he wants for a crime.
2: Turns out he does actually. He does? We don't have Andrew here for this. Oh yeah, he does. Oh no,
1: I'm saying he, he does totally- But they have yeah. to admit wrongdoing. That's part of the pardon.
2: Yes, they do have to admit wrong wrongdoing. Um and yes, he can pardon himself. Uh, Andrew Torres, who has been our guest on this lovely episode, yeah. uh, has made a great point over, over on opening arguments for Rachel. this. So, yeah. Uh Let's see. Uh, lots of governors have pardoned themselves, turns out.
1: He updated the nickname from, from Washington, D.C., from the swamp to the sewer. He's now calling it that. He bragged about his electoral...
2: Drain that shit? No? 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 no. no.
1: we got the richest cabinet currently sitting you know it's just it that that should worry people but like oh there's a reason they're still rich they're good at what they do it's like no No. they're good at fucking people over how about that
2: they inherited it
1: let's see he bragged about his electoral college victory to a crowd of boy scouts that was interesting
2: that was disgusting that was disgusting
1: he praised john mccain for returning to washington after surgery and now he's hating him (laughs) because of the vote that he made uh he said that tim cook will build three apple manufacturing plants in the u.s even though apple has not said one word about that at all (laughs) tim cook's like uh what are you talking about
2: (laughs) he thinks that he literally thinks that he can just say these things and they'll happen yeah he literally thinks he can just say it and it's true
1: And for those that have watched on YouTube, I already put the rant out for this week a little bit early because he made that, uh, that sweeping movement where he said that the military is no longer going to allow trans people to serve in any capacity. And that just, that floored me harder than anything that's happened in this whole fucking presidency. Because you're talking about one of the most, one of the most like vulnerable communities of people out there. And all of a sudden you're painting a giant fucking bullseye on them. Be like, you are not the same as everybody else you do not get the same protections you do not get to be american citizens it's like fuck you very much sir thank you very much and go away
2: you don't get to be american heroes don't they support
3: the troops
1: that's what i thought well unless you're one of them weirdos out there that are transitioning you know it's like mm, you you're a fucking asshole Oh, man. What else did he do? He pressured Republicans to pass the Obamacare repeal again after the Obamacare repeal died. Because he said that after years of talking and campaigning on it, you need to get it done. It's like. You were one of those people that said you were for socialized medicine when you were running for president. And all of a sudden you're like, no, repeal it. We're going to replace it with something better. Like, no, you don't have anything better. You just No.
3: They
2: and, don't.
1: And finally, that's he, because the
2: only thing better is more socialized. Yeah, that's the only thing better is more socialized. Someone, oh.
1: someone put it to me this way. They're like, we should stop referring it to Obamacare, referring it as the Affordable Care Act. And we should start be talking about it as our national health system, because that's what that's what the ACA is now, because it's been rebuffed so many times. It, it, the jury's not out anymore. They're back. The, the deliberation is over. People want this. Yeah. Now it's up to Congress and everybody there to make it work, make it better. But they're not going to. They want to make it worse so they can blame it on somebody, which just drives me Political up the fucking pro. wall. Yep, And he accused the New York Times of foiling an assassination attempt on the leader of ISIS, which go read what? that one. No, you gotta go read that one because it's it's bonkers. The the shit that comes out of this guy's mouth, <laughs> like you said, he says it. And his followers and his base believe it. Meanwhile, everybody else in the world is scrambling to go, wait, what the fuck did you say? What are you talking about? Like the whole trans bill thing that he came out with. like nobody at the Pentagon has received one word about this. They have not received any orders. He did
2: not confer with the generals, as he said. He didn't. It was It was a snap decision on his part.
1: After conferring with my generals, you know, the ones out in Russia. <laughs> because that sounds exactly like something Russia would do. They'd be like oh, yeah, we're not allowing gays to do this anymore. Oh, yeah, we're also going to allow no, no more trans people to do things. It's like, they deserve to serve just like you do. And it's like, oh, their health care is going to cost too much. They're going to want us to pay for their surgeries.
2: Wait, didn't we have this whole argument about how if you want free health care, go serve the military?
1: Yeah. What do you want these people to do? <laughs> you tell them to do something and they go do it. It's like when you tell black people, okay, just don't resist and the cops won't shoot you. And they don't resist, and the cops still shoot them. It's like... Still shoot them.
2: Hands in the fucking air, laying on the ground. They still get fucking shot.
1: Laying down. I'm trying to help this kid next to me. And they fire, like, multiple shots at the teacher guy trying to help the autistic kid. What the fuck is wrong with this country? I swear. And let
2: us never, ever forget the 12-year-old child playing with a gun, a toy gun, a toy gun, in the park. Shot. Within two seconds, twice, the cop didn't even get the car into park. He was a black child. And the excuse yep. has been it was a realistic looking gun.
1: Poor Tamir Rice. That was fucked up. Tamir Rice. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Let us never forget his name. Yep. Tamir Rice.
1: And that's all I got for the Trump roundup. And that's that's enough. If you've survived, like I say every week, have a drink of something because we've got more to come. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at UtahOutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347 669 3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, com, and we'll be in touch. Greg Locke being Greg Greg Locke, you know, Pastor Greg Locke, as I guess you would have to call him. He's being his usual big itself, and Trump coming out with his uh anti-transgender stuff this week. It's just really emboldened a lot of assholes like this guy, so let's go. Oh, it'd probably help if I actually had the volume up on it. Duh X, come on, man.
4: Locke here. You know, I never could have realized last year when my target video went bonkers viral that we were still going to be fighting this transgender nonsense almost every single day. The LGBTQ, whatever their acronym is now, crowd, has effectively crammed this down our throat and made it one of their number one agendas last year. Okay.
1: I'm so sad that your life is so goddamn hard because trans people exist. I mean, fuck, I mean... I wish I was privileged enough where, like, this was my big problem. This was my hill that I wanted to die on, is that people that are born assigned the wrong gender at birth want to go pee in the bathroom they feel more comfortable in. That was what your target thing was all about. No, you were like, oh, no, they're going into the bathrooms and they're planning on assaulting women. They're going to be being perverts and looking through the stalls and everything. Like look, if, even if there was a dude in the dude's room that was looking through the vent, uh, looking through the stalls trying to see me taking a piss, I would have a hard time with that because that's creepy as shit. has nothing to do with gender. has to do with whether you're acting
4: like a goddamn creep in the ba- creep in the bathroom. Here, Loretta Lynch, when she was in power, tried to proclaim that transgender rights are the same as civil rights. Because they are. You
1: treat transgender people. Like, they're not normal people, and that's what they are. They are completely normal folk. Why do you guys have such a goddamn hard time about that? Oh, and just wait, I I know this part because
4: I've read this one ahead of time. Here we go. Which should be extraordinarily offensive to any African-American who knows the history of all that they've had to go through to get the actual rights that they have today
1: that, ladies and gentlemen, is a white guy telling the black people how hard they had it and how they should be mad at the at the transgender people for trying to get their civil rights. That's fucking amazing. And how this guy still has a church, I, I don't know. Um, oh, my gosh, this guy. This guy's just so wrong. LGBT rights are civil rights. I, I don't understand how to make this man know this kind of stuff. Uh,
4: let's see what he has to say transgenderism is not a civil right yes it is i just said it was it's not normal it it is normal (laughs) it's
1: anti-biblical fine if it's anti-biblical i'm okay with that because fuck your bible fuck your religious book fuck your god how about all those other things your jesus can go suck a big one which is not to say that that's a bad thing I'm just saying he can go do something else that he would normally never do in the Bible. I don't know. Maybe Jesus was gay. Nobody said anything about it. I've got a song from uh, Corporate Avenger that make that makes Jesus Christ a homosexual. Does that mean that that's true or not? Well, if you believe that your book says something, I have something that says otherwise. And who's to
4: believe one or the other? And I'm sorry. Just because I have morals and values, that does not make me a discriminatory bigot. And I'm st- No,
1: you being a discriminatory bigot makes you a discriminatory bigot. Your morals have fuck all to do with what trans rights are all about. Your beliefs have fuck all to do with somebody else's civil rights. I don't understand how these people don't see that. You're trying to say, oh, you shouldn't be transgender because the Bible says that's not a good thing. That is not a valid argument for a human to exist. The Bible has fuck all to do with people it's a book that was compiled by multiple authors that wasn't even finalized i mean shit there's apocrypha out there you should not be using your
4: bible for a basis of morality at all sick of the day and age in which we live when people call good evil and evil they call good and your idea of good is biblical good,
1: where the same fucking God in your biblically good book condoned slavery. That book was used to keep people in bondage, and you have the audacity to come on here and say that black people should be mad that they're taking their, the word, uh, uh, what the hell they say, you're taking uh, civil rights and using them to help themselves out. How dare they use your word, right, black people? Right? You should be mad about this. You're the same kind of asshole that, like, 150 years ago you would have been like, All you uppity cotton pickers need to be back in line because God says that you are my property. Man, I
4: hate this guy. I really fucking hate this guy. Yet God said it was going to take place. Here's Bruce Jenner's fiasco. You have the Target bathroom nonsense. The whole... Okay. Bruce Jenner, sorry, Caitlyn Jenner, sorry,
1: that's dead naming somebody, I apologize for that, Caitlyn Jenner is not the ambassador to trans people. If they had an ambassador, it sure as fuck would not be her. And the Target thing, who gives a fuck what Target's policy is on what bathroom people can go to? How is that a thing for you? Do you normally have to take long shits at target i i don't i worked there i didn't have to do it then About the most i spend at target if i have to go pee is like walk in unzip flop pee zip and then be back whatever the fuck i was doing takes all of like 45 seconds of course washing hands too i'm not a gross kind of person like that wash before and after
4: guys seriously uh whatever god Old North Carolina deal, over and over and over again, they're trying to make us think, especially our children, that transgenderism is normal when 10 years ago, anybody with an education and a medical degree would have proclaimed it as multiple personality disorder. Nope.
1: It would not have been MPD. It would not have been DID. It would have been what the DSM said it was in the past. It was gender dysphoria. It was a problem within the brain. Luckily, they've come out and said, look, okay, it's not a n- neurological disorder. People gen- like genuinely have been born into the wrong sex of body. Their brain is a female brain inside of a male body. If you don't understand how fucking terrible that would be to live through that, Just get some fiberglass and just run it along your whole body until it starts to goddamn itch and then itch at it until you start bleeding, realizing this is something that shouldn't be in me. This is something that shouldn't be in me. Now, imagine that being your consciousness, your brain, everything that makes you you being attached to a body that has the wrong stuff attached on the outside. Could you at least have some sort of empathy for these people at all? I guess not.
4: Yes. I'm a pastor, and I said that in a Facebook video. And no, I won't apologize. I'm going to be kind and I'm going to be loving, but it's not normal. It's sick behavior. Fuck you. Nope.
1: Okay. You do not get to be the arbiter of what is good, what is normal, what is everything. You would have been happy, like I said, 150 years ago, with things being completely different. You got to a point where you said, eh, this is normal enough for me. But all of a sudden, gay rights are coming into play. Oh, I hate that. Now you got trans rights coming into the foray. Nope, I don't like that. What's going to be next that you're going to hate on? Oh, I don't know. Just about anything that people of the generation of mine and the one beyond mine say, no, this is good. This is normal. Because guess what? It is good. It is normal. It's time for these people to be allowed out of the goddamn
4: closet, allowed for them to be treated like fucking people. Man, I hate this guy. That we cannot make excuses for. So regardless of what President Trump does with his ban on transgenders in the military, I don't care. I'm just against the foolishness of it from the word go. It's a slippery slope. Now you have trans species, trans this, trans that.
1: Uh, no, 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 no. You don't get to bring people like Rachel Dolezal into this trans species. If you're talking about, like, the tattoo lady that got, like, the, all the implants and shit done on her and stuff like that, that's body modification. That has nothing to do with, like, you're a trans species. I have never fucking heard of that. There's other kin. I don't understand it, but I'm not going to shit all over it like you are, Pastor Locke, because the person here that has the mental deficiency is the one that believes in the imaginary dude in the sky. It has nothing to do with the person that feels like they're in the wrong body. If I had to choose somebody to, to watch over me if I was in the military, I would rather choose the person that, that has their shit in a row, that knows who they are, rather than the person that has to lean on a fucking book that's over, like, 1800 years old, that has stories in it of horrible shit, that believes every word of it is true and God-inspired. I would much rather, much rather be in the foxhole with a fucking trans person than with you, Pastor Greg. If you climbed in my foxhole, I'd sock you in the goddamn mouth for some of the stuff that you've said. And I am not a violent person at all.
4: Dr. Evil, I'm late.
0: No, you got here right on time.
4: No, I mean, I'm late.
1: Quit fawning over fucking John McCain about him giving his thumbs down vote and playing the steve austin thing yeah it's funny
3: oh God.
0: it's
1: funny yes the drama was there when they were doing these votes and everything but everything should be given to collins and murkowski for the fact mm-hmm. that those two ladies did everything right from the get-go when it came to health care
2: yeah they didn't even vote for the debate to be opened
1: Yeah, he could. McCain could have shut this whole goddamn thing down and not made it a reality show, which I give him shit because he did say, like, McCain, what are you planning on voting on tonight? He's like, well, you're gonna have to watch the show. No, no. People's health care is not a fucking reality show. People.
2: Yeah, no, this is live.
1: So uh, Lisa Murkowski from Alaska and Susan Collins from Maine, they're both Republicans that uh, from the get go were against the AHCA and whatever the hell else they called it when they rebranded yeah. it like the american freedom choice act or some bullshit like that we're like oh no we're giving you a choice we're giving you more choices it's like no no no, that's- no
2: you're not <laughs> don't lie to me mm.
1: so and we did see the maximum political effect like john mccain like went up and he did a thumbs down like and like this isn't the goddamn coliseum during roman times john like
2: that is exactly what i thought i was like Really? That's how you cast your fucking vote?
1: And like, thumbs
2: down. Go fuck yourself. And it
1: was late as shit when this was going on too. Like I'm over here uh, in in Mountain Time. We're over here in Mountain Time, and this was all going on Eastern Time. And it was like one o'clock in the morning. Where these people probably yeah, I
2: got to bed. They did not
1: want to be in suits at one o'clock in the morning at Capitol Hill doing all this shit. Nobody really wanted to be there doing that. I mean, Pence was flying down with his motorcade so he could cast his one vote that he gets where it's funny how people like they should take that away from him. Like, no, that's how our Constitution works, guys. You can't just because the other side is currently winning just because the other side is currently winning. That doesn't mean like you need to change the rules. And I wish our own president would follow that shit because he's still railing against that. But we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, so, so Collins really should have got some notice here because, um, she's one of two Republican senators who opposed the motion to proceed, uh, the procedural vote that allowed the climactic vote on Friday to happen at all. She was one of the three votes against the Republican bill. And she also made the headlines for bashing Trump after hearing, uh, after a hearing when a live microphone caught conversation with the colleague. I don't know if you heard about that one where this was the, uh, she was talking shit about the one colleague that was the, the one that's like, I would challenge her to a duel if she was a man. You
2: oh, know? this one, yeah.
1: Yeah, the guy that was wearing like ducky footy pajamas and stuff in a picture and st- he was creepy as fuck. Anyway.
2: Yeah, you know, just casual violence against women.
1: Yeah, let's just go ahead and codify that some more. Why don't we, guys?
2: 70, 70% of. Women that are murdered are murdered by men.
1: Yeah, take for instance the uh, the lady that was murdered on a cruise ship just this week because mm-hmm. she dared to laugh at her husband. That's how dare up. she. That is fucked up. So anyway, uh what what else do we have here? um All of these, the, both of these ladies got some like incredible pressure from literally everybody on their side.
2: Oh, they really did. They really did. Um they i don't have time to go into the sexism against these women Mm -hmm. i don't have time to go into the the vitriol uh that just that these women did all the work from the beginning they actually thought it the fuck through
1: yeah murkowski ethically Murkowski, uh, the representative from Alaska, who, on returning to Alaska, has been cheered at her airport by people, and it's like, her opposition was driven, among other things, uh, by a desire to protect funding for Planned Parenthood. Like, if they would have passed this shit, Planned Parenthood would have been essentially, like, defunded, like, completely.
2: She's pro-choice, actually.
1: And let's see, uh, McCain's vote became a no on the floor of the Senate. Murkowski was swarmed by her colleagues, hoping to cajole her into flipping. So... She opposed the motion to proceed, and Murkowski didn't budge. Collins didn't budge. Neither one of these ladies did. McCain, who seems to be basking in all the fucking glory of everything.
2: Oh, my God. New York Times, suck his cock a little more, will you, please?
1: (laughs) He's not a hero, people. He's not a maverick like you think he is. Look, this vote happened, and immediately, as soon as it happened, McConnell put it back on the calendar. So the minute they know that they have the votes, they're going to bring it back up like in the middle of fucking the Senate business. They're going to just be like, OK, we moved to vote on this and they're going to get their fucking way. So don't think that McCain's going to consistently be against this. I don't. I have no doubt in my mind that some sort of program is going to be thrown at him or he's going to feel something where he's like, you know, I I, I want to get more spotlight time now because I possi- I can't possibly have more people not talk about me because oh well, I've got McCain... cancer You know, it's like, nah. mm. I, I don't think he deserves all the praise And I I'm McCain so...
2: is the same one who sat there and said all he said was he hopes nothing happens nah. or he hopes that the case is dismissed that's what Trump said it was just a hope McCain touted the party line then too
1: and uh, everybody everybody should have voted against this bill because the way it was Absolutely. drafted I mean it, it came up like it was released to the Democrats two hours before they voted on it, and one of the hours that they were supposed to be able to spend talking about this bill and debating this stuff, they had some Republican guy just reading a fucking book, like on a lectern, not giving them an opportunity to ask questions and stuff. It's complete horseshit the way the things have been working, and McCain's the one's like, oh, we should return back to the way the things were. We should have a bipartisan communication between each other about these kind of things, And yet they don't rebuff their own people for pulling shit like that. And it just, it drives me up the goddamn wall. And frankly, I'm tired of guys getting credit for shit that women were doing right to begin with, so.
2: Oh, I don't know (sighs) what that feels like.
1: No, I'm sure you don't. No. Not laughing at you, but just, I have to laugh otherwise Oh, no, no, I got it. (laughs) I get it all right well that does it for this episode if you haven't already go subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the shows that we put out each week we put out three it's amazing uh before we go i have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each month and in no particular order we have michael stevens not a russian spy the godless revolution jeff linville mike bowman darcy bowman Rosabel howden jeff peterson new to the list we have larry Wilson. And uh, our most giving of fans, we have a new one as well. We have Rob Otto, Steven Andrus, and Angelica Pearson. Uh, All of your support does wonders for us putting the show together, and I can't thank any of you enough for your generosity. It's amazing. But if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, Uh, especially if you think we deserve a five-star rating on whatever service you catch us on. That'd be amazing. And with that, it's time I bring episode 113 to a close. And remember, everyone... You're welcome.
3: This is my December. This is my time of the year. This is my December. This is all so clear.
0: Please be Cindy Lauper. Please be Cindy
1: Lauper. <laughs> the Goonies are good enough. <laughs> oh, I love Cindy that's Lopper. my favorite like... song by her. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: she, I, I would say, at, all right, uh, first time ever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something I've never said on any other podcast. Uh, I think, <gasps> I think my favorite work by well, there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff, right? It did, and, 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 and don't get me wrong. Uh, but if you have not heard the uh, Billy Joel, Cindy Lauper duet code of silence, it's really, really good. It's I don't on, I don't it's
3: think, on think I have it
0: heard on that on ice album. So, uh, 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 uh sorry, that's called uh, the, the bridge, uh, 1988. I
2: don't know. Anyway, I've had, uh, I've had life on Mars stuck in my head since you played it X on the show, oh. <laughs> like two weeks ago, all around the world. Poverty is stealing choices from kids